We are awesome dads, okay husbands, and terrible golfers. We dive into golf, fatherhood, and life. This is the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it! Welcome to episode 28 of the Breakfast Balls Podcast. We're your hosts, Chris Laporta and Mark Budden. Pretty awesome finish to the BMW this weekend. Hey, how about it? Holy fuck. I've I've never made a putt like that in my life, and then they go and make two in in 25 minutes. Incredible. I mean, just just the cojones on both those putts, man. I mean, there was so much on the line to have two putts like that. Lots of money. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Insane. Forty some footer for DJ. What, what putt? What putt is more nerve wracking? Is it? I think the more nerve wracking is DJ. DJ's putt, right? He's got to make it to make. He's got to make it. He's to, down one to move on to the playoff round or to yeah. the playoffs versus Rom. Yeah. Rom, if he misses that putt, he still has a tap in par or tap in. He, yeah, tap in par. He still and, lives to play another hole. And DJ's got to make his putt for yeah. birdie. DJ was inside of him, but he didn't have an easy putt. No. Obviously, he didn't make it. Correct. So, um, yeah, DJ with a fucking balls the size of I don't know what. Yeah. Um, to nail that forty some footer, double, triple breaker, triple breaker. Uh, that was pretty fucking cool. Then Rom had a pretty big breaker downhill, and then Rom just fucking one upped him. I thought yeah. for sure the momentum was all in DJ's favor. Rom had been done for probably close to an hour, right? Yeah, I would say 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you stay in like in the game. In the game. With I mean, you loose. go to the range, just try to stay loose. But He's not upper 30s like we are. <laughs> so he's got that going for he's him. He's young. He looks old, but he's young. Yeah, he's young. Um, he's a young buck. I don't know how you stay loose. Yeah. I would just – I'd go to the bar. <laughs> I'd have a couple drinks to keep me before. loose. <laughs> uh, he, that, I mean, for him to get his T-ball onto the – Get his approach shot on too is pretty legit. He didn't have an easy shot. Oh no, he green. was in the shit. Yeah. And uh if the uh if it was like anything that I've seen this the whole tournament, that rough was no joke. It's no joke. It's no joke there when they don't have a tournament. And I think it was they said it was like four inches long. <laughs> <laughs> you know all about it being four inches long, Chris. Yeah. Um measure twice. <laughs> Cut once. Just measure from a different <laughs> spot, that's all. <laughs> but what a what a cool tournament in uh in the chicagoland area yeah um, i think uh the world got a good view of olympia fields yeah they announced their presence with authority didn't yeah. they? they give could... us give us a u.s open <laughs> motherfuckers yeah that screamed u.s open right yeah uh yeah they sure had, they had one a while back didn't they? they've had some they've had some big tournament i mean they've, they, they've had a u.s open though haven't they uh think so r&d will have to this is yeah let's see what they can uh this is r&d's hey uh by the way we're drinking uh transfusions tonight for those uh um, looking for uh a new or an old it's actually an old drink but it's a new 
kind of just kind of making full circle, making its rounds. A little bit of grape juice, a splash of ginger beer, and vodka. Um, not a splash of vodka, though. It's not a splash of vodka by any means. For those of you that uh, maybe frequent Lake Geneva, Chuck's loves to make a good transfusion. If you're up there, go to Chuck's, ask for a transfusion and some soggies. They used to make it with Everclear. Yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. Yeah, I know it sounds dangerous, but yeah. back in back in our heyday, yes, in the early to mid two thousands, you would get a transfusion with Everclear. Yeah, so now it's vodka, which is probably a good thing. Because I'd just fall over, face plant yeah. somewhere, yeah. but delicious. Um, kind of the go to golf drink right now for us, other than maybe some CL Smooths or a Jim Tomei beer, but it's a. Uh, that's our drink That's of choice for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, just trying to keep it rolling, keep the golf mojo going, drinking transfusions. So <sighs> R and D just got back to me. They've had two U.S. Opens, mm. one in nineteen twenty-eight, Johnny Farrell. Mm, Johnny. And then two thousand three, Mister Furyk. Jim. Yeah. Ah, uh, that was Jim's. Yeah, I remember yep. that. Yep, I do too. Um. So. Pretty cool stuff. They've had several Western Opens, which is now the BMW, same tournament. Yeah, same tournament. Um, so, yeah. But it's been a minute. Um, yeah. I mean, they haven't had a PGA event there since 03. The U.S. Open was the last one. Yeah. I mean, they've well, had a U.S. Amateur. Yeah. Okay. They had, a women's, they had the Women's PGA Championship. That was pretty recent, too. 2017. Yeah. But they haven't had a men's um, PGA there okay. since uh, – Oh, three. Well, if which you, is interesting. If you didn't know any better, you would have thought the U.S. Open was was last week too. Um, you would have thought that 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 was the U.S. I mean, Open because like, what two people under par after the first round, and especially on the heels of a minus thirty Dustin Johnson win uh, the week before, I I think the memo was placed saying, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep this one under control a little bit." But hats off, that was a beautiful uh, – they had a beautiful weekend for it. Course looked phenomenal. Too bad there wasn't any fans. I don't know if you saw some of the um, side stuff where the, the fans lined uh, kind of the fence line. Yep, and, uh, that was pretty cool. A couple shots there of folks trying to catch a glimpse and cheer some folks on, but that was pretty cool. They, um, it's interesting, too, because I, I wonder – it seems like there are more rounds under par – a lot more rounds on a par on Sunday than there were for the rest the rest of the tournament combined. Yeah. I wonder what they did differently on the course for Sunday. Pin placement was easier. I don't it didn't look like it. Yeah. Uh, rough did. didn't look like it was cut down at all. I don't know what I don't know what the change was. Maybe the weather. Yeah, um, a little I mean it was a little cooler Saturday, Sunday, that's but, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'd be nice to nice to catch some of that, that that type of information to see what they did differently. Yeah. Kind of encourage them some numbers on Sunday. But all in all, is a good tournament. Now they move on to uh, Atlanta for the Tour Championship. Atlanta. Yeah, it will be hot, I'm sure. It's Atlanta. It's sticky. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, so going back to the BMW, neither one of our <laughs> – you had burger. I had burger. I had Cant- Shit the bed. Cantalay, uh, who, uh, who put his name out there for a little bit. He was, uh, he was up there dancing the first couple of rounds. Yeah, Saturday, um, Sunday. I did I did have Rom winning my majors pool, and uh, the BMW replaced the Open Championship for me in that pool. 
So that helped me out a lot this week. Um, myself with as long with as um, as well as uh, thirty three other participants in that pool had John <laughs> So I still I still I'm still in, I'm sitting ninth overall out of a hundred people. It's got to um, be money still, still right? Uh, top five. Yeah. So no, no. Still money. in contention though. I mean, I still have DJ. So DJ's hands down going to be my U.S. Open pick without a doubt. U.S. A Open or of, your tour? Like how does it? Oh, is it just it's, just majors. So U.S. Open that, and then. So the FedEx has nothing to do. No, nope, okay. Augusta. So I'm hands down going to pick TJ or DJ in the, the U.S. Open unless something awful yeah. happens between. For whatever reason, now and he doesn't then. just doesn't perform the greatest at the Masters. So I don't blame you for yeah. taking him. No, and Open. a lot of people picked DJ this week. To win, so um, if he somehow can pull off the U.S. Open, that's gonna that's gonna boost me pretty high. Mm-hmm. But um, Wingfoot, U.S. Open this year, Wingfoot. Yeah, that's in a couple weeks. Yeah, not too far away. This month, the month of September, since we're now in it. Shit, man. <laughs> it's the longest, shortest year ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a dumbest smart kid. Um. So yeah, we're we're neither of us won the BMW in terms so of our personal bets. Rolls into the tour championship. We're gonna roll over. Um, three weeks. That's this. This is now worth eighty dollars. This bet. Sure. Might as well roll up to a hundred tour championship. Well, I mean, just FedEx it's eighty Cup. bucks. If no one wins, it goes to the U.S. Just Open. The U.S. Open <laughs> or the uh, or the Masters. If yeah. we keep sucking at picking yeah, big winners, keep it at eighty bucks. Um, yeah. So eat. Um, Atlanta, East Lake, right? Or yeah. is it West Lake? East Lake. <laughs> joke. Bad, funny. bad joke. Cut that. Uh, not cutting uh. that. Uh, <laughs> I, I like DJ this week. Uh, that's He's my pick. See, I'm going first. I like, I actually do like the FedEx concept. I don't like the last tournament where it's only 30 golfers. I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like they feed off each other when they, when there's at least a decent turnout. The, you know, 30 golfers. I'm, I think they do only twosomes, right? So, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a very small field. I mean, it, it is. It's a, it's a third of the size of a typical yeah. tournament. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like enough golfers for me. So, you even pick one? You can't no, pick I'm one still going to pick one. I still I'm still want to win the bat. Um, can I pick one that I've already picked or no? Yeah, is that, yeah no, for sure. Because I, I I'm feeling I'm feeling my boy JT again. <laughs> just riding him. Could I just keep picking him? him? Hard, huh? I don't know what Cantlay's there this weekend. Otherwise, I'd pick him. I don't think he is. He's not. Uh, I don't think he is. Um, there, there's not a lot of big names out there. Well, uh, and DJ Rom, Justin. I mean, this is Rory. also just an interesting year too, right? Yeah. With with such the weird the weird break, but yeah, I mean, there isn't you know. Not everyone is there, and that's kind of what I mean by the last tournament of the year, and they don't have everybody. I get it. They're trying to, you know, only the people that are there can actually win, and even then, you know, yeah. some of those people obviously just don't have a shot of winning uh, winning the big money. What's it up to $12 million now, the payout for the, the I, winner? I'm not sure. I know it was 10. I, it used to be 10. I think 10. it's up to 12 now where the winner just gets a huge fat check at $12 million. Fatty boom batty check. And I, I mean, that's the way to do it. When they first started this, God, I don't know how long it has been now. 10 years almost? Probably? Has it been that long? I think it's been close to 10 years. When they first started, I was like, God, this is never going to work. But then, like, never last. $10 million for the winner. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. Some people might pay attention to this now. 
I'll sign up for that. If, or, or if there's some big that. fucking money on the line. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's awesome that they do to throw that much money out there for these guys. But again, I just not a huge fan of only 30 golfers on the last, yeah. last tournament. Even yeah. if you don't got a fucking shot to win, I still want to see some of the big names out there playing golf. All right, so who are you taking? You're taking I'm DJ. Taking DJ, for sure. All right, I'm just going to go JT. <laughs> <laughs> the best man win. Yeah, it's it's someone's got to win. I, 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 I don't really want it to roll over anymore. I want someone to actually win. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, that'd be because it's a big bet now. It's eighty bucks, eighty dollar carryover. That's like a that's a round of golf. It's a round of yeah. golf, steak dinner, a steak dinner. Never call you again. Yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah, tour at East Lake, not West Lake. We've got thirty golfers. Now uh, this is I need R and D again. Do they start on Thursday? or Do they start on Friday? Why would they start Friday? Because of the Labor Day holiday. Oh, I like where your head's at, button. Judges. We used to do that shit on those on the Memorial Day and Labor it Day is holidays. We used up. to start it on every uh, day has felt like Labor Day this year. It's it's hard to understand. That's September fourth to the seventh. You are correct. Friday to Monday. You welcome, listeners. Yeah. Welcome. So interesting. You got an extra day to probably get your picks in. Yeah, two times there are two sums every 10 minutes. Makes sense to do. I mean, you got to do two Ram sums. and DJ are paired up at, the, at 120. Really? Yeah. JT and Webb at 110. So how what, how More are they doing that, though? Because they start the tournament at. It's probably based on their current FedEx Cup standing. Because I thought JT was first. I think Rom took it over when he God won, didn't damn. he? Days one. Rom's two. Okay, that's why. Yeah, so I think I remember them saying on uh, air that for JT, JT would have stayed one if if Rom won, if DJ won. Well, D, okay, got it. Okay, Rom won, DJ went up, DJ bumped up to one, and JT moved down to three. So they start at like so. DJ starts was it ten under? That's where I get really confused. That's right. That's where I'm like, ah, uh, fuck this. They they just started doing this a couple of years ago. Where they start at a certain. There's, there's more to this than we are. Well, that's what I mean. Like for the for the casual golf fan, it's hard. It's hard to understand what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Even for a semi amateur or semi novice fan like us, we actually intermediate fans. I would say it's confusing as fuck that they're starting at ten under and not just starting starting the strokes. Yeah. <laughs> you so. Know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I completely forgot about that, too. Completely blanked on that. Um, so let's see how this works. So I think so then DJ starts at 10. DJ starts at 10 under. John at minus 8. Yeah. JT at minus 7. Webb at minus 6. Mark Collar at 5. Berger English at 4. Bryson at 4. Song JM at 4. Yeah, I mean... That's a that's a huge. Um, so what I what I don't. Yeah. What's a huge advantage once you get to where, you know, yeah, two strokes just to start. Five guys starting even. You know I mean, that's tough. You have Billy Horschel and Billy just snuck in. That's what. coming in at even par, and he's got to chase DJ, who's ten. He's chasing ten. Yeah, chasing ten <laughs> that's strokes. That's fucking insane. That's tough. That's real tough. 
But I, I get you're rewarded for a good play up to that point. That's what they're rewarding you for the the build up to the the final. Not just tournament. getting in, right? They're but, they're rewarding you for the season long, yeah, performance. I get that. I guess that's how the only way you can really do it. Um, and I think then it's so it used to be like you could still win this tournament but not win the FedEx Cup. Now it's no matter what, whoever wins this tournament is the tour champion. Yeah. Like, that's it. They don't have to do, like, you don't have to calculate. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah, th- that's why they switched to the – The stroke. The stroke, the starting strokes. Yeah. That, so, makes, that makes sense. So, you took JT. Are you – you still want to do that? I mean, yeah, did you I'm pack? still doing it. I'm chasing three, right? Yeah. Chasing three, yeah. Um, three is fine. Three is surmountable. Three is manageable. Three is surmountable. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. I just feel bad that I took DJ now, but not really. I was like, you don't. There's no, you don't feel bad at all. <laughs> I did take him without even thinking about the strokes. Though. I completely forgot about. Yeah, that. but you don't feel bad. I don't. Let's no, be real. No, like you said, you felt bad, but you don't feel bad. No, no. Yeah, not at all. Okay, so tour championship at East Lake, not West Lake. Um, you're taking Dustin. I'm taking. Um, I'm taking Justin. Monday is the finisher. So set your clocks, folks. You don't set your clocks. That doesn't make sense. It's not daylight savings. But no. it doesn't start Thursday, so don't look. Don't switch to the golf channel. Expect golf. Friday, it's Friday to Monday. To Monday. Right, so we had a we had a freaking weekend. What did we do? Uh, played a little golf at a place called Sand Valley. Sand Valley, where dreams are made. Guys, um, true. I warned you last week to look it up if you hadn't yet. Now I even recommend it more. Check it out. That place is fucking special. It's a great place I mean, to do majestic. a golf getaway. It's majestic. It's 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 in the middle of effing nowhere, Wisconsin, like yeah. I've warned you. But it is a cool place to go play several rounds of golf. It doesn't get better than Sand Valley in my it was, experience. I yeah, uh, I just can't. You know, again, I'm sure there's you know between Band and Dunes, which is same maker, same concept, being on the coast in Oregon. But even if it was the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, the course was freaking beautiful. Courses were beautiful. Oh uh, yeah, we played so uh, we got up Friday night, um, enjoyed ourselves a little bit Friday night. Got a good, decent. Five hours of sleep in. Had a six forty-five a.m. tea time. Um, we had some awesome caddies for the whole weekend. Uh, guys are great. Pretty, pretty legit golfers too, to say the least. Yeah. So the the concept they do is the the caddies you get to stick with you the whole time you're up there. Like they get a lot of people that spend the weekend up there or spend days up there. It's yeah. it's, it's a getaway type thing. So. The caddies we got started with us Saturday morning. Um, finished with us Sunday afternoon. Finished with us Sunday afternoon. So yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy um, experience. So played six forty five a.m. Mammoth Dunes. I mean, that's just a it's just a majestic course, man. And the the history of the course is it's um, built on these ancient sand dunes during the the ice age era prehistoric uh so it's you know this this earth 
that we're playing golf on is millions of years old. There's 200 feet of sand, 200 feet of sand underneath our feet, essentially, we're standing on. And uh, they built the course around just these, these ancient sand dunes. And the way the ball sounds out there, I, it's, I can't, I have trouble describing it. It's almost like a bouncy ball. Yeah. It definitely gives off like a unique sound that you were not, you weren't expecting. Yeah. You wouldn't experience it anywhere else. Like, it's just like a, it's almost like you're throwing a bouncy ball on the earth and it's dead silent out there too. So you can hear everything. It's incredible. Just an incredible experience. Um, We took a little lunch break, played Sand Valley um, and finished at the Sandbox that evening um and i think we finished at the same box, yeah so, so for those counting finished. at home that's 54 holes Eight, 53. 53 53 take that back so 18 in mammoth dunes 18 at sand valley I, I would say sand valley is just maybe a little harder course it's it's definitely tighter it's tighter it's more challenging it's more the challenging greens, the greens are smaller i don't i so when we say tight like the, the fairways aren't tight i lost one ball all weekend yeah you don't and, really necessarily lose balls yeah you just put yourself, you put yourself instead of put yourself in trees, you're putting yourself in like wasteland or wasteland, sand. Yeah. Uh, Which is pretty, it's pretty playable. Yeah. Um, depending where you're at. Um, but uh, Sand Valley has much smaller greens than Mammoth yeah. did. Yeah. Which made it more difficult course. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my better round that day though. Um and I'm, I mean, I'm just, my goal is to keep three rounds in the eighties. And I was able to do that. Very satisfied with that. Um, day two, we played. Well, me. let's go back to the sandbox. Cause I think there's, a, there's, we need to discuss what the sandbox is. So the sandbox is, um, it's a 17 hole course. Part three course. But it's not even, it's like, it's a part three course. Yes. But there's, there's, it's shorter than even that. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's holes, holes that were 30 yards. 30 yards. It's I used the I used my putter off the tee like many. Holes. They encouraged you to play barefoot. It was extremely laid, yeah, extremely laid back atmosphere. It was awesome. I mean, that's what golf. I mean, what they built there in Sand Valley is yeah. what like is absolutely what golf should be yeah. for everybody. That like, was just a casual golf experience. Yeah. that's super fucking enjoyable. It was a cool experience. I mean, like it wasn't. It was not your traditional stodgy golf course by any stretch of the imagination. No. I mean, they they just wanted you to go out there and enjoy yourself. Yeah. So that was it. you you roll up to the, what's called the sandbox, and there's this – it's a glorified food truck. It's a food truck, but it's like a food truck on steroids, right? It's got every, everything you need. It's got food. It's got all the booze. It's got beers. Um, and then you roll up to – it's right by the – there's like this huge patio area. Then there's the tea box on number one that you go to – which, a, which we found out was right next to our room. Literally feet from our room. I don't we didn't we realize that. I don't, I don't think <laughs> we actually we recognized it until the next day. Um, <laughs> made it seem like it was miles away. Um, but yeah, there's a starter there. I'm putting air quotes out there. He's basically like, hey, you guys, you know. Go get some beers. Grab some beers. Most people play barefoot. Have a good time. Yeah. You guys, He's like, you know, just go out and. Do what I do. It was it, awesome. Do whatever. So we kind of strolled around. You know, we the course was that the part three course was incredibly difficult. It was actually difficult and in good shape. I mean, surprisingly, it was you know good shape. 
you know, as we got going, we were we were unwinding from a long day of golf. So the, the beers were flowing, the transfusions were uh we were definitely hit. we had started with a couple transfusions and like several beers rolling around. Spotted cows. Really by oh boy, I don't know, six to somewhere between the sixth and ninth hole. Um we hit a we hit a either a wall or a third wind. One of the two. <laughs> Depending on how you're looking at it, but depending on who you're asking, yeah. So at that point, really, the golf went straight downhill, and the the good good times went went skyrocketing. It was hard to swing a club. Yes, uh, judging putts became extremely difficult. <laughs> a lot of pick that ball up. Uh, just getting it on the green seemed to be good getting, enough. Getting out of the sand. Yeah, if you were able to actually get out of the bunker. I think there was a point where you swung and missed the ball three times out of the sand. I struggled. <laughs> Once I had a couple libations, I mean, and you, you're a phenomenal player out of the sand, but you were, you were not able. To it wasn't the even ball. getting the ball out of the. I couldn't get out of the sand. Like literally, you physically, I physically couldn't get, physically couldn't get, physically get my body out That's of the true. bunker. I had to kind of roll out. Um, talk and roll. Just kind of do some snow angels and kind of weasel my way out of the sand. You know, just it, I became very heavy. I became weighted down. It's tough to get out. Stuck in the mud. But boy, that's a great way to finish a day of golf is with some buddies drinking a lot of beers, just chipping and putting around. (laughs) Yeah, it was a blast. (laughs) But yeah, then we finished strong. We woke up the next day. Um, Well, let's, yeah, three of us woke up in pretty good shape. Three of us woke up in good shape. Uh, We had a 10, just roughly 10 a.m. tea time. We actually got, pretty good i mean don't get me wrong we were exhausted dead yeah. dr- dead tired dr- I mean, tired we, i mean we were in bed by 10 30 10 30 11 tops everyone was out i mean i it, we, just because we, we were so exhausted and, we each had like 10 wings and a burnt cheeseburger <laughs> at, got, the, uh, <laughs> at the restaurant um at sand valley before we went to bed and uh, I I took a shower and then there was a point where I was like, man, I'm in, I've been in the shower for about an hour. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and I didn't realize I was in the staying in the shower that long. I come out and Mark's passed out in his golf clothes still <laughs> with a full beer on the nightstand. <laughs> yeah, I've taken two sips out of my beer and still sitting there. I mean, that's um, notorious for something. Did like you drink that. it when you woke up? Absolutely. Morning? Hair of the dog. <laughs> oh, Warm hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> But we can't uh, let a good beer go to waste. We uh, finished at Mammoth Dunes again, and uh, I think that was my favorite of the t- the two eighteen hole courses. Really, and it was an enjoyable. Don't get me wrong; it was a tough, tough ass course. Yeah, for sure. You could put yourself in a lot of trouble off the tee on every hole if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fucking sand, so <laughs> you're yeah. on sand dunes. So yeah, you could easily have every tee shot in the sand trap and be playing out for sure. But, um. We, we, uh, yeah, we, we played Mammoth. We actually were going to play Sand Valley again, but we enjoyed Mammoth more. At least I did. Um, so we, I did too. I'm glad we made that yeah. switch. Yeah. So we switched, switched over to Mammoth Dunes for our last, last round. But, um, four of us started, only three of us finished. <laughs> we, uh, we lost the soldier that day. <laughs> we, we lost a good man out there. Um, <laughs> One of our buddies. Playing with the Yankees? Yeah, <laughs> playing with the <laughs> trades. Uh, so, so Matt Malinowski. Uh, oh, you, you, should I, I use full names? Yeah, Maddie, Maddie, who joined us out Maddie there. Um, 
he he got after it the night before, which we all did, uh, but it got him a little bit more. Yeah, so what Maddie Maddie played the first two holes and he was um struggling. Struggling to walk, struggling to swing a club. Struggling third, to breathe. Third hole's a par five at Mammoth. Um he uh you know, he took a little pit stop in the forest and uh came out, decided that it was not the best to play that hole. So he skipped that hole. No, he was puking his brains out in the forest after two. <laughs> uh, played, uh, yeah. played four. <laughs> Came back. Think he parred four. Played four. Yep. Hit the tee ball in five and uh, said, I'm done. Boys, I'm done. That's he all I got. Just physically couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Body was shutting down. Yeah. He was uh he was in rough shape. So I mean, I I applaud him trying to get out there and do it. I'm a little disappointed he didn't, you know, he wasn't able to join us out there for for the, the round that afternoon or morning afternoon, but um you know, we, we still had a pretty awesome day. Well, let's let's be honest here. We had a fucking awesome day. So part really of my awesome life. Day. So um yeah, Matt Matt bailed at, on five. And I was is, I was in fucking shambles. I think I was like seven over or eight over through the first four holes. Yeah. So you weren't playing well, which no. is very typical of you know to three first three or four holes you use you Just could easily play like dog shit. Yeah. Um but then came hole number nine. Hold nine. Hold nine. I parred. I parred. I parred five. I think I went a, a double on six. Double on seven. No, let's, double on no. I bogeyed six. Let's bogeyed get, seven. Let's get to nine quick. Part eight, nine. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just trying to think in my head where I was at. Yeah, it's not. I think it wasn't I was, pretty. I think it was ten over through eight. Yeah. And uh, on nine, Mark hits his mammoth. Try just a fucking I mean, mammoth cock of a shot. There were, yeah, it was, it was a. Far, it was your farthest ball probably of the weekend. It was. It was up there. Oh, it was bombs. It was bomb. It was crushed. So me being an ego. Yes. So I I went first. Yeah. I absolutely fucking bombed a drive. Probably you're right. Three ten, three fifteen, just crushed. Easy. I got Easy. a little help. Probably three thirty. You know, but I got help. Easy. But yeah. either way, it was. But the, that's, that's how the course is designed. If you hit that. Yeah. You get one of those shots and you get it just right it's with true. the wind, you will get roll for days. Yeah, you crushed it. So then Chris, being as smart as he is, goes 20 bucks. Longest drive. Longest drive. Because I just knew, I was like, if Mark can do that, I'm going to put it 40 yards past him. And at that point, I mean, the odds are ever in my favor. Sure. That there's no reason not to accept it. I still think I owe you 20 bucks for that, by the way. You might. We didn't never do I it. Forgot we forgot all it. about that. We never did another. Uh, Actually, uh, you do owe me 20 bucks. I do. I think I still owe you 20 <laughs> totally bucks. Totally forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Anyways, so this, I mean, this is probably one of the biggest fairways on the course. There's there's huge fairway. There's, there's trees on the left. And uh, I crush it. I hit a dead pull. Into these trees, Deadpool. Deadpool into these trees. The the fairways. Then this hole might be a hundred yards wide. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. And our caddy, uh, one of our caddies, we had um, Southie and Tyler. And um, Southie goes, I've never seen anyone put a ball in those trees. <laughs> in before. the trees. Yeah. He's been he's been caddying there for <laughs> over three years. I've never seen that happen before. I'm like, well, 
you know, how many times have you said that this week? You've <laughs> never seen that shit. Especially before. with us. Especially with us. You've never seen a lot of shit on this course with us playing before. <laughs> you know, putting from 150 yards out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh, we go look for the ball. I take my drop. Yeah, we don't. We don't. I mean, we think like maybe we'll catch a maybe, break and find it's, it. It's a, it's a, there's a big slope. It's, it comes down. So, like, if I hit the hill right, it's it a rolled, cliff. It We're back looking down. like at a, a cliff wall. It's a nine. It's almost a ninety degree yeah. wall. And there's three of us looking. It's like we think we've, we're going to find this ball. We got yeah. we got to find this fucking ball. Yeah. No chance we don't find yeah. it. Well, we didn't find it. We definitely didn't find the ball. So <laughs> somehow, took, some way, we don't find the ball. Took my drop about two twenty, two thirty out. I don't know the exact distance. You know, just roughly two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I hit a hybrid up there, and. uh you know, South, he's like, just, just put it, just aim a little bit right at the stick. And I'm like, I'm like, in my head, I was like, just the easy swing, get it up there, get it out there, give yourself, get it, get it up and down for a bogey, right? Worst case scenario, two putt for a bogey. I hit, I hit the hill just right. And as soon as I hit the ball, South, he's like, oh my God. He loved God. it. He's like, oh, I love this. This is good. Yeah, he's good. talking. I, so I'm like, I mean, he's making love to the ball in the air. I'm about 15 yards behind these two, kind of up, up higher, elevated a little bit because I'm, st- I was kind of still looking for his ball, Chris's ball. But Chris kind of gave up. He's like, "Fuck it, let's just hit. I don't care. It's gone. Whatever." So I'm kind of elevated, look, watching this unfold, and then I hear Southie go, "Oh, that's that's real good. That's good." So I'm, now I'm, I'm perched. I'm, I've got a little bit better view than these two. I'm probably. Like elevation wise, a I'm already taller than them because I'm a giant, but I'm about five feet higher than them just where the elevation I'm at, and I'm watching this unfold. And I hear when Chris hits, a, I don't know if you guys know this, when Chris hits a good shot, he's like, "Oh baby, oh baby." <laughs> so like now I'm I'm really peaked. I'm really like watching this. I'm like, "All right, this is this is good." Southie, our caddy's like, "Wow, this is really good." It like so he's right. It was it was up on the green. He, he said, "Aim right." So it hits the green where it's supposed to, and then it kind of funnels down to the hole. And I'm literally watching this unfold, and I'm watching Chris, and he's just like, all of a sudden, we watch it. I can, I, I'm five, like I said, I'm five feet behind, and I see it. I see it trickle. I see it roll. I see it trickle. I see it roll, and then it hits a cup, and it is in the fucking hole. Lose my fucking mind. And we live. Everyone loses their fucking mind. Right? Lose their mind. Chris throws his his hat. He's fucking. Yeah, you know, I think he ran to the green and back in like five <laughs> seconds. Before I, the five feet away I was, in elevation, he was to the green and back, just sprinting, screaming. Well, see, Jay and Tyler couldn't see. They were on the right side. of They the had paper. no idea what they happened. They couldn't see the green from where they were at. They had was, no idea what happened. No idea. They they just saw me screaming and running that I. Hit him from two thirty for a birdie. So yeah, two thirty birdies changed the entire round. <laughs> I think from hole eight on, I was three over for the round. Yeah. So, point of the story is, if you crush a drive out of bounds, you can still There's get bir- hope. You can, can still, still get birdie. birdie. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Awesome fucking. Yeah. That was, that was the shot of my, one. Of, that's. I mean, it, I don't know if it's better than a whole one, but it's it's one B. That's for sure. That I mean, obviously, your hole in one was X distance, and this shot was, oh, you know, I further. Mean, yeah, 40, much 50 further. yards further, for sure. And that was re- in a in a. In I feel like it meant more. Hole in one is during that round. Yeah, hole in one's a whole other story, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, this is one B. This is a cool one B to I a hole in one. I mean, two thirty exactly. Two thirty out after a terrible two ball on a 
uh, and that hole is pretty so picturesque too because yeah. you're in like a that cliff or that that wall if you will that runs along the whole side of the 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 hole is pretty cool yeah it's like i mean it's just those that was the static i was ecstatic it was awesome yeah awesome experience um i think i had seven birdies on the weekend too god how many birdies did you have this weekend mark so i'm gonna go ahead and tell everybody how many birdies (laughs) i had um i had zero fucking birdies the whole weekend a thousand birdie putts I had a thousand. Literally, I played really well you played all on, weekend. You played phenomenal. You would you go 82, 83, and in ninety. Ninety. So, so you had two phenomenal rounds. And the, Sand Valley. Sand Valley is a hard course. I think. Yeah. I think only me and Matt shot in the eighties at Sand so, Valley. So I think something might have been wrong with my putter. Um, <laughs> I think it's because it's an Odyssey two. Ball. Yeah, could it be the Odyssey? I had two four putts at Sand Valley. <laughs> at the two four putts in one round. Uh, that's pretty demoralizing and and uh, excruciating to to go through. Not to mention the countless number of three putts that I probably yeah. had. Um, I had I shot an eighty two and an eighty three with zero birdies. It's incredible. Um, zero. You played well, man. Um, I couldn't buy a. Well, by the a time pot. we got back to Mammoth on Sunday, you that's I mean that was in your head. Oh, I missed. I literally missed a two-foot birdie putt. That happened. They try um, to give it to you. You can't give anyone birdie. No, unless it's literally like on I'll the lip. Just tap it in. Um, yeah, yeah. I missed a two. I literally missed a two-foot birdie putt. I absolutely did. <laughs> Reminiscent. Like, thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, even if it was three foot, I missed a three-foot birdie putt. Yeah. Um, it's just nothing. I had. I had an eagle putt. Three potted for par. Um, <laughs> there's just nothing went right with the putter. But then the funny thing is, I I hold out uh, off the. I mean, it was like John Rom type putt. So literally, that putt was prop. The elevation I had to putt uphill was taller than me. So <laughs> it was a pretty awesome putt. It was. I'm putting straight up at this point. I was almost like I'm just gonna putt it because. It's a par five, and I've struggled up to this point. I'm just going to putt this ball up here and hopefully get it close and somehow make a putt for a bogey. Yeah. So I, it's like a giant, it literally was a jam round putt. I mean, I just hit it up a giant cliff or hill, and it, I just watch it break and trickle and break and trickle. And then it went in, and you guys, like, oh my God, everyone's freaking out because, like, they think I've either birdied or eagled <laughs> because at some of the points when you're playing in this round, you get so separated just because of how do, wide open it is. On. And you just don't know. Like eagle putt. And that's what, because at that, when I made the putt, my reaction was, it was like an Eagle. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, Oh my God, Eagle. And then Jay's like, Oh, was it a birdie? I'm like, par motherfuckers. <laughs> so I drained this huge snake of a, of a putt uphill. <laughs> Still an awesome part for of par. Um, but yeah, the putter just wasn't there. Um, but that's just me in a nutshell. So, um, but boy, what a what a great yeah, that's uh, something I want to do every year, man. What a great through rounds um, just to do. I mean, I'm not even counting the sandbox, but that was like a so, good portion you, of so, it because you don't remember because I don't remember a good chunk of it. Um, <laughs> do you remember doing snow angels in the sand? Yes. Sand angels and, and absolutely everyone should do sand angels when they're to. doing that. Um, no, no question about it. Um, 
but I would love to do that. Yeah, they're it's building. A, so they said they were building two more courses right now. Yeah. Um, one's going to be a, uh, the, the Lido. It's going to be called the Lido Country Club. It's going to be private, but if you're staying at the resort, you can play it. Um, and the other one's going to be a 6,000-ish yard course. Mm-hmm. Um, still going to be a par 72, I believe. Uh, a little bit shorter, yep. more difficult course based yeah. on the distance and the layout. What I think they'll do, so if, if if you're ever in the area and you should go up there, it's it's fucking awesome. There's a it's a it's a very wooded area yeah. surrounding it. So what I think they'll do, because it's gonna be six thousand or six thousand six thousand yard course, I bet you they'll introduce more trees to it. Yeah, just to kind of sure. like make it a little more um challenging if they're gonna make it a little shorter. Yeah. Um but boy, that would be really cool to have four courses, there four full courses you could play. I mean, that'd yeah. be really cool. I mean, don't get me wrong that just having the two in the sandbox up there is quite the atmosphere. It was really cool when we went up. So we played Ma- Mammoth Dunes the, on Saturday in the morning, went up the hill to play Sand Valley in the afternoon. And when you go up there, you we had lunch up there. And like the cool thing about it, I, and I knew why they were doing it, they you can almost equate it to like the Augusta type feel where they're like, you know, the egg sandwich, egg salad sandwich is going to be $3. Like they make everything for whatever reason, like super reasonably priced and yeah. affordable. Yeah. So like they, their big thing up there was tacos. Mm. So Chris had 36 tacos for $6. Five. Oh, sorry. Five tacos. Tied the record. He t- only tied the record for whatever reason, didn't want to beat the record. Um, with tacos, but like the tacos were like a dollar fifty, dollar fifty, three dollar spotted cows, three dollar beers, and their big thing up there is ice cream sandwiches. Um, I think ice cream sandwich might have been the most expensive thing on the item, which was like maybe four dollars. Yeah, but it was like whiskey, snickerdoodle, some really cool flavors. Don't remember anything else because <laughs> got drunk and ate a lot up there. A lot um, of whiskey snickerdoodles. A lot of whiskey snickerdoodles, apparently. Uh, but it really cool idea right i mean like the, the, the whole concept is just incredible i mean the food isn't where they're going to make their bank anyway so they just make it really affordable do whatever the fuck you want up there yeah cool overlook like so they had a bunch of adirondack chairs like the the perch that you're on, yeah. well so the, the perch that you're up when you go up to sand valley is a bunch of adirondack chairs you can see 18 and like, like I, almost if you do like a full semicircle from there, you go, you can see the T on 10 and you can see the T on one. So you can yeah, watch T balls off one ten, and you can fin- watch people on 18 yeah. all within like the confines of, you know, the area of the sand Valley yeah. uh, on this perch. So yeah, you get to see a lot. There's a bunch, you know, you can interact with a bunch of people too, because People coming and going and finishing up. Well, it's but, perfect too if you have if you're going with a if you go with a bigger group and you do back to back tea times. You can sit there up on yep. eighteen and watch watch the other group finish or vice versa. Yeah, um, yeah just just I mean, I, the the whole thing is that the the experience is replicable. Not not necessarily the courses because there's not that terrain anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, locally here, but the the concepts you can do the concepts sure. elsewhere. You know, it's yeah. just you got to get past that whole thing of golf being some prestigious elitist type event. Yeah. They, you just got to get past it. And like, 
you know, there's not like these are shitty golfers coming out here. I'm sure there's 20 plus handicaps coming out there all the time, but they feel mm-hmm. like they go out there and enjoy themselves because right. it's a special place like that. You know, it's yeah. not meant to make you feel bad because you're a shitty golfer. They they definitely didn't treat you with an elite elitist atmosphere. No, you it's, know. it's it was. It's awesome. um, yeah, they treated you just as as but another dude, guy. I mean, yeah. another another person. I mean, that loves golf. That loves golf. That's a good way to put it. I mean, it was just overall. I mean, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was a top golf experience for me. It was in my lifetime. It was pricey, but the hotel was on the grounds. Like your yeah. room was literally outside. You could walk to the clubhouse, walk to the pro shop, walk to any of the courses if you wanted to. There's shuttles running nonstop. Yeah. It'll take you from here to there between the range, putting green, you name it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a pricey, it's a pricey round, but compare that to Aaron Hills, it's not. I mean, think, think what's around around at the Dunes or Mammoth Dunes or Sand Valley is two twenty five, mm-hmm. right? And then you just they don't. There's no caddy fee. If you want a caddy, you just tip the caddy well. Yeah, um, and there's expected rates for the type of caddies you have. Sure, right. And we had, you know, we had eight caddies and really experienced good caddies. And, you know, we tipped them, we tipped them well for the weekend, you know, and that's, that's all they expect, you know? So it's, yeah. I, I mean, I would say the rooms are maybe a little pricey because there's not much else to, that's to fine. stay out They there, can but, be. <laughs> yeah. And they're nice rooms. So yeah, it was all in all, man, just a great golf experience. Real good times. So we came back with some, um, merchandise that we're going to give away we promised and we delivered we yeah. told you last week we were going to come back with uh some merch to give away uh, and we're going to do that so we've got a uh, nicely handcrafted stitched sand valley driver head cover uh blue and red well i, I can give i can put a photo it's out leather. there but it's leather bound um <laughs> Um, it's nice. It is beautiful. It's if nice. We, if, we, if we're not able to give it away, one of us is going to keep it. Yeah, I. I but I'd much yeah. rather give it away. I'd rather give it away to our listeners. So, um, we want to put that out there. We'll put it out on social media. If you're listening to this episode, how you win the giveaway is um, simply go back and listen to. Um, one of our episodes from, I think it's either 21, 22, or 23. Um, and uh, let us know what whiskey was Mark's favorite when we did our whiskey tasting episode, uh, golf course whiskey. Um, and send us a message on Instagram uh, or Facebook. If you follow us on Facebook, just send us a message. Let us know the name of that whiskey. And you'll be entered in the contest. And also will include with the head cover is a bottle of that whiskey as well. What a fucking steal. So, wow. DM crit or I'm sorry, DM breakfastballs.podcast or at Facebook breakfastballs podcast with my favorite whiskey from the whiskey tasting. And with that, um, a bottle of whiskey? Are you fucking serious? We're giving well, that away? A bottle of the whiskey that Fuck. your favorite whiskey. What, why can't I get my favorite whiskey? You can. You just have to buy it for yourself. Oh, that's tough. So anyway, that's a uh, that's a great deal. So um, All I have to do is listen to us talk for a little bit. Yeah, good point. DM Breakfast Ball. <laughs> send us a message at Breakfast Balls Podcast. 
either on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll be entered to win. And we'll announce. When do you want to announce? Next next episode. Next step by next episode, we'll announce. And you'll have to be listening. Well, you should listen then. If you don't listen, fuck you. Oh, it's like yeah, it's like San Diego. Don't don't say go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. San Diego. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sweet ass head cover, sweet ass bottle of bourbon, or whiskey, um, or whiskey. <clears throat> <clears throat> Just. Just listen to the episode of the where I do the whiskey tasting and don't know shit, but the one that's my favorite you'll get. Um, that's a fucking steal. We're giving that away to our listeners and I don't get shit. You have nothing. Fuck. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda. Listen, how you scamming? Black accents, family, what you see? Panda, panda swole, panty, salad bar, candy. Man, I'm the macho like Randy.